Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to the Soul of Business. I'm Clarissa Montero for Money FM 89.3. Today I speak to Lenny Tang from Everyday Heroes SG. We're going to be talking about their new initiative to help transport healthcare workers from place to place in light of the recent discrimination against them on the public commute. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Can I just say, to begin with, my mom was a healthcare professional. So this, when I first heard about it, I felt a little bit sad for healthcare workers, because I know how hard they work. And I know how much they sacrifice to take care of us, the public. So for them to be on the receiving end of any kind of discrimination was kind of disheartening for me. Yeah, that's right. I feel the same as you too. Okay, so why don't you give us a brief overview of what Everyday Heroes SG is trying to do for them. Yeah, right. But firstly, I would like to thank my team. Okay. Without my team, all this are really impossible. Okay. (laughs) Someone to do the replies and getting sponsors and so on. So I would like to formally thank uh, Joey, Mm Juchin, Sean, and a very great friend who wants to remain unknown. So I shall shall not mention her name, but I still would like to thank her very much. So how Everyday Hero SG was started, uh, we initiated from... um, getting volunteer drivers. Mm-hmm. So basically, you have talked about your, you feeling upset for the healthcare workers. Right. I used to be a former nurse. Right. Yeah, so back then, 17 years ago, during SARS period, actually the same thing happened. I'm yeah, sure. This yes, article sure. wasn't new. Mm-hmm. It was 17 years ago and now, right now, it's still the same article. So I say, oh, no, we should do something about it. So first, I started with uh, gathering drivers. Mm-hmm. So in two days, so that two days I remember was before before it turned orange. Okay. Yeah, so we recruited about 10 drivers mm-hmm. and uh, we gave these 10 drivers the training also. We even provided them with masks. Mm-hmm. The masks are actually donated by the GP clinics. Not a lot. Maybe a driver we give about two masks mm-hmm. and some are sponsored disinfectant by Water Ashi. Okay. Yeah, so we just shine on the uh, cleaning techniques, what the what the basic principle and which are the most dirtiest place in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so following on, GradCare started mm-hmm. and they have the uh, better ability to have more drivers. They have 2,000 drivers in right, GradCare. Right. Yeah, so we actually switched our direction to uh, giving giving the care package. Okay, um, can I just say that the reason I, I know about this Everyday Heroes is initiative was I was approached to be one of the uh, drivers. Yes. Um, some I, uh, Through WhatsApp and friends and whatever, I was, oh, hey, you know, you drive. Why don't you <laughs> volunteer to drive? Because, you know, having had a family member in the healthcare profession, you would understand and sympathize, totally. right? And I was like, oh, well, it's a bit wrong timing because I just sold my car. <laughs> or I can honestly say I would have said yes, mm. just so you Thank know. Thank you so For much. For the record. Now, you're right. GrabCare did come on. And they do have a much bigger network of drivers, so you don't need to ask members of the public to to yes. step in and do that. So what are these care packages that you now have gone to? Yeah, so these care packages, we mostly focus on skin care mm-hmm. because we know our nurses are wearing the N95 mask. Most right. of the nurses, especially the A&E isolation ward and uh, probably the ICU mm-hmm. stuff. And that cuts into their face. Yeah, that cuts into their face and leave a dent on the face, you know, the small line mm-hmm. is already very deep and it goes deeper. So some, they even had abrasion. 
Right. Yeah. So we have asked from uh, various companies. So we deal directly with companies. So it's company sponsorship. So they give us a lot of face masks, a lot of hand cream. Hand cream is because of the uh, washing. Mm-hmm. Frequent washing will cause uh, drying of hands. So we catered all these creams for them. Yes. Okay, that's the, uh, one th- one thing for our listeners who might not realize it because we're not in the healthcare profession. The um, hand sanitizers that are used in in hospitals and clinics are actually very harsh on the hands. Yes, and if and if you have to constantly be using them, it can also cause allergies and and it, yeah, you know dryness right. is one thing and flakiness and all that, but it can also cause allergies because it's it's really quite harsh substances. Yes. So you're saying hand creams to moisturize their hands and to soothe their hands. Right. Which, of course, they deserve, right? So how many of these care packages have you been able to get together and get out there? We have very generous sponsors. We have the ST Lauder. Thank you, generous sponsors. (laughs) Yes, thank you, ST Lauder Group. And a lot of fruits as well. Uh A lot of fruits. Uh, Nivea is one of them that uh, donated the uh, hand cream. Right. Yes, so yeah, we do have a lot of uh, all these sponsors that came forward mm-hmm. and um, give us all these packages. So last week, we started the first batch last week. So last week, we packed about 400, mm-hmm. 400 packages. And uh, this week, yes, this morning, we just sent it off about 300 packages. And next week, we have another 300 to send out. Okay. Yeah, so every week, we roughly touches about nine hospitals. Mm-hmm. So we started out with the government hospital then follow up by the private and now we are extending it to the community hospitals because they are also nurses sure. and also healthcare professionals sure. that we would like to appreciate them. Now, you said you were a healthcare, you were a nurse yes. during SARS. Yes. Um, maybe some of us don't remember what SARS was like. I do because that was a <laughs> SARS suspect case. So, oh. <laughs> so that was actually pretty frightening. And, and the one big difference between SARS... MERS and now COVID-19 mm. is during SARS, we really didn't have a playbook. We didn't know what yeah, to do. So right. there was, a, I think, a lot more fear and a lot more fear of the unknown because so much was unknown. Yes. But now we've got a lot of controls in place and and a template to work mm-hmm. on for everyone, all of us. Not, I'm not talking about the government necessarily, but every one of us as individuals, you know, washing your hands and making sure that your house is clean and you have hand sanitizers and disinfectant and all that. We didn't even think about things like that when SARS was happening. Yes. Sorry. But uh, we also didn't think about our healthcare uh, professionals per se, right? Yeah. During SARS. So you said you were, it, it was like that 17 years ago. Yes. And just for the record, I, I can understand the public's reaction because it's fear. It comes yes. from a place of, I don't want to get this. I don't know what this is. Yes. And I just want to protect myself and my loved ones. That's fair. And, and I understand where that's coming from. But if that's how we feel as the public, this is our, our frontline healthcare professionals that we're talking about who are there anyway, even though it is an unknown and is a fear, I'm sure they feel as well. So how generous have you felt uh, sponsors have been? Was it very easy to get sponsorship of products, etc. from people? Yes, it's uh, pretty easy this time because mm. of media. Mm. Yeah, 17 years ago, we didn't have WhatsApp. Right. We didn't have Facebook. So through media, it's so much easier to ask for sponsors. Mm-hmm. So we have public sponsors as well as company sponsors. And we have uh, the committee who works in you know, companies like uh, big companies. Right. Yeah, so they are able to get us all the uh, sponsorships. Okay. So what is next? You've got these care packages with with uh, face cream and hand creams and all of this is quite necessary for a nurse, for a healthcare professional on the front lines. 
what do you think is your next initiative? COVID-19 is going to be here for a while. Yes, it's going to be here for at least maybe until June. Yeah. Shorter, I hope. We all hope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we all hope. Right. So we have actually, I'm glad that this Everyday Heroes actually started and we did we did so, somehow influence the public mm-hmm. and uh, the rest of the company to come forward and donate. Maybe not to us, but maybe directly to the hospital. Right. So um, I spoke to the hospital. They actually have constant uh, constant flow of uh, token of appreciation. So I'm really glad in that. So I think we can, uh, once we touch on, we finish off the hospitals, including community hospital, mm-hmm. we will move on to uh, places like MOH. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MOH and the government sector, even SCDF, uh, the police who are tra- doing the contact tracing. Sure. But this time, we are doing it differently. Okay. Yeah, so we have plans to work with our kindness movement mm-hmm. to write them all those thank you cards. Because we do that, we do know that government has a certain policy in, in terms of this uh, token of appreciation. Right. So we decide to work with our kindness movement. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can gather some kids to, to draw and write a thank you card to our front lines. Right. Front lines, we are talking about not just healthcare workers. Sure. Our bus drivers, our taxi drivers, even our SIA air crew, they are actually the very, very front line. If you think about it, of like uh, the foreigners coming in or anyone who, who came from other countries, sure. they may be suspected case. And our students are the first crew that have in contact with them. Right. Yes, yeah, so they are as much as frontline they're at, they're at risk as well. just as much yes, as an S might be. Right. And they're less protected in some ways. Yes. Okay. That's, that's very sweet. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. When you started this, I, I need, I, I'm just wondering, what was the trigger? Was there a story or a, a Facebook post or what that, that triggered for you to realize that this cr- discrimination was happening to our nurses, for example? Yes, the article. Which one? The article, there was only one article, the one on the bus, mm-hmm. uh, not on the bus, on the MRT station. Right. In the MRT itself, then uh, someone was telling a nurse off right. that article, that particular article. So that struck a chord with you. Yes. And you felt you needed to do something. Yes. Because right. a lot of people say, um, I'm just one person, I can't do anything, I can't really affect change. But what you're proving is that's not true. If you really want to make a change, if you really want to do something to contribute, you can. Yes, you can. You just need to ask and it shall be given. (laughs) (laughs) If only it was that easy for everything. Um, So for someone else out there, someone in the public listening right now, if they're thinking they'd like to do something for our frontline, whatever, it may be healthcare, it may be our police, whoever they feel that they need to and want to help, Mm-hmm. how do they go about it? Do they get in touch with you? Do they start their own initiative? Do they get in touch with government agencies? How do they help? How do they help? So in terms of big and small, mm-hmm. so we don't need like really a lot of products or a lot of uh, token appreciation for them. Even just a norm, it's just a simple smile mm-hmm. and a words of encouragement when you see a healthcare worker on you know taking public transport or in the public, you can always go forward to tell them that, you know, hey, well done. You know, because of you, we are all safe, very safe here and well well taken care. Yeah, so that should be the way and it should be it should be drive through in the nation. Right. I, I, I think that we do we do have an appreciation for our healthcare workers and our public servants. It's just sometimes as Singaporeans we're not the most forward and the most expressive. 
But I think we, we all do feel uh, a gratitude towards them. Yes. So moving forward, um, is there somewhere we can donate? Is Whatever the donation might be. How do we get involved right you now can, with you? Uh, if you would like to do a donation or would like to send us, uh, send the healthcare professionals or the frontline mm-hmm. front staff the uh, token of appreciation, what you can do is uh, you can go to our Facebook Everyday Heroes SG. We have a messenger there. You can drop a messenger. Let us know what would you like to contribute mm-hmm. in terms of your time, in terms of uh, backing with us or uh, you have uh, some initiative that you want to start up with, maybe writing a message and so on. So from there, we can work with you and uh, let you know through our experience how can we plan along with you. And uh, we do have all the hospital contacts. Yeah, So the uh, the person who receive all these uh, messages and as well as the token of appreciation. So it will be easier to work this way. So just drop us a message and let us know how you would like to contribute. All right. We have been speaking with Lanny Tang from Everyday Heroes SG talking about their initiatives to help those professionals in the front line right now dealing with COVID-19 here in Singapore. And hopefully there will be less discrimination against them moving forward. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Uh, it's been great and I wish you all the very best. Let, let us know how we can help um, with your initiatives. All right, sure. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.